When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Brian Baldinger doesn't just like football, he loves football. You watch JPP right here and watch his ability just to slip like that. That's a little cross up. Now, square the hips up, bam. I mean, it's the whole package of how he plays the game. Like, his hands are just hands. One, two. One, two. One, two. One, two. Football! Football, yeah! yeah! Football! Yeah! Football! Yeah! <laughs> All right, welcome in, football-loving friends. This is Daily Vikings Entertainment here. This is Purple Daily with Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, and our executive producer, Declan Goff. Presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. And what is it that we love more, especially in the off season, than lists on this we, show? We do love lists. Love ourselves a good top ten. Thirty-two. Reckless speculation one. Mm-hmm. A good list two. two. Yeah, ranking for sure. And then a ranking three. A pecking order. Pecking perhaps order. four. It's a list, though, right? It's a list, Hierarchy, I guess, yeah. right? I guess okay. we're splitting hairs. All kind of the same. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. A Mount Rushmore is good. So, uh, boys, we actually have we actually have two different lists. Well, three if you count the fact that there's two lists sort of built into one here. So this is going to be a list episode of Purple Daily. And let's start with NFL coach rankings. Should I go through the CBS and the PFF, and then we can just sort of decide? Let's do that. I'll, go, I'll give you yeah. both lists here, oh, yeah. and then okay. we can sort of decide. Yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah. We got time. Mm-hmm. NFL head coach rankings here. We'll start with pro football talk because mm-hmm. uh, Mike Florio sent out sent out his uh, top 10 coaches in response to the CBS article. He's got Bill Belichick as the number one coach in the NFL still. I think the shine might have wore off a little bit, a little bit yeah, there. Well, he's, I mean, he's he's the goat. He's the goat. But like, right. But we're questioning now, right? Like, nice. like, w- was it Belichick and Brady or was it Brady, 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 Belichick? I think there was a little more Brady there than maybe people thought. Yes. Over the years, all right? I'd agree. But he's still number one on the pro football talk list. Sean Payton, number two. Mike Tomlin, number three. Th- this seems to be too, like, sort of career achievement list yes. in some ways. Agreed. Uh, Pete Carroll, four. John Harbaugh, five. Andy Reid, six. Kyle Shanahan, seven. Ron Rivera, eight. Matt LaFleur, nine. Mike Zimmer, ten on Mike Florio's list. And then on the fringe, he has Stefanski, Flores, Vrabel, McVeigh, and Arians. All right? So keep that in mind. He's got Mike Zimmer, 
as the 10th best coach in the NFL. CBSSports.com has Andy Reid number one, Bill Belichick number two, John Harbaugh number three, Sean Payton, Sean McDermott five, Sean McVay, a lot of Sean's here, spelled S E A N. Three consecutive S E A N Sean's here. Interesting. Sean McVay, six. Pete Carroll, seven. Bruce Arians, eight. Matt LaFleur, nine. Mike Tomlin, 10. Kyle Shanahan, 11. Frank Reich, 12. Kevin Stefanski, 13. Mike Vrabel, 14. The disrespects here. The blatant, unmitigated gall. gall. Mike Zimmer, 15. On CBSSports.com's list. Here's the write-up. This is a perfect spot for Zimmer, whose Vikings have literally had an on-again, off-again relationship with the playoffs since he took over. Since 2014, they've been out, in, out, in, out, in, out. So they're due for a return to the postseason this year. And that makes sense, considering his defense, almost always stingy, is set to rebound. Like his quarterback, however, Mike Zimmer might always be good rather than elite. So... 15th on CBS, 10th pro football talk. Who's got it more right for Mike Zimmer's place among NFL coaches? I'd probably, you know what? I'd probably put him in my own personal list right around where I put Kirk, which is about 12. So it's probably in the middle. Um, I hate Florio's list. I think that's a terrible really? list. Really? Andy Reid is sixth. Are you serious? Andy Reid is sixth on that list. I mean, That's this tough. guy um, now has a Super Bowl. Look at his success in Philadelphia. And I, I know it didn't include a championship, but, I mean, look at the runs to the title game, which, as Vikings fans know, is not easy. I almost discount Pro Football Talk's list because of where they put Reid. I think Reid's top three to me right now, and and if he's not top five, you're doing it wrong. That being said, um, I'm probably going to – side with Florio a little bit more as far as Zimmer goes at 10 than I think 15 is is low for a guy who's stuck around as long as Mike has and gone to the playoffs every year but personally I'd I'd put him about 12 so I think both of them put together are probably fair yeah uh Dex what about you which one which one do you think is more fair I think I think probably uh 10th 9th is is where he should be I would actually take him over Matt LaFleur um, I would. I know LaFleur's more of a forward-thinking coach. Both Zimmer and LaFleur, I think, are a little flawed in-game uh, or, or on-the-fly adjustments. I do think they're both a little flawed there, but I think he's done a, a great job basically cleaning up the entire Vikings defense. I know outside of last season was a disaster, but he's changed the culture. I think he's a very good head coach. Um, I've said he's the best head coach of my lifetime. Um, I, I think about 8th or ninth is probably acceptable for where he's supposed to be. Yeah, I, I actually think 10th... I'm with Dex on this. I think Pro Football Talk has it right. I think Mike Zimmer is a top 10 coach. I wouldn't put him like near the top five. But I think 10th is fair. When you, when you look at the fact that in his worst seasons, the disaster seasons, they're still 7-9. and nine. You know, mm-hmm. they, don't ever, they don't train wreck under Mike Zimmer. And Mike Tomlin can say the same thing. I don't know that the Steelers have ever finished below 500 under Mike Tomlin in like so. 13 or 14 years or whatever it's been. They they're always competitive. the The Ravens are always competitive. Now, it, it, some of this, you know, if you're Bill Belichick, if you're always competitive. You got Tom Brady as a quarterback, but then again, like Andy Reid helped develop Pat Mahomes. Bill Belichick helped develop Tom Brady. So those coaches deserve some credit for maximizing the potential of some of those quarterbacks. But I view Mike Zimmer like 
I'm not a huge sports better, but but I know enough about sports betting. I know when to hedge. <laughs> Mike Zimmer is like a hedge in sports betting. He's never going to give you the full upside of what you could win at the top level, right? Sure. Okay. But he's but he's like he's like insurance at the bottom. You're guaranteed to not lose your ass with Mike Zimmer. <laughs> like he's there to help you hedge. Make sure that you you don't go broke. You're not going to go three and well three and fourteen, I guess. Now with the seventeen games, like you're not going to be a three or four win team with Mike Zimmer. So if you were ranking coaches based on like security of not being a train wreck, Mike Zimmer would for sure be in the top ten, and uh, and he has the upside of going to at least one NFC Championship game. Got to see more on the offensive side of the ball. Got to see more in terms of just being able to beat good teams, which he's twenty games below five hundred against good teams. But the but I guess the main thing I would uh, put on his resume is not going to be a train wreck. Mike Zimmer not going to be a train wreck when he's your head coach. If you want stability, he's your guy. The ironic thing about that statement is ultimately at the end of their careers. For very different reasons, Zimmer and Cousins are going to have very similar rankings of like where they fall because Cousins also statistically great, not a train wreck. Uh, but it's just it, if you think right now, both of them to me would be ranked in approximately the same place. Yeah, when you consider their position, I think Kirk is probably on his best day. He's top ten, but he's not high up. And ordinarily, if I was to rank Kirk right now, I'd probably put him eleventh. And if I was to rank Zim right now, I'd probably put him 11th. Yeah. Well, that's actually to that point, And I'll just I'm going to reread this sentence from the CBS write up because CBS actually nailed my own personal biggest concern about the Vikings. Like his quarterback, however, Mike Zimmer might always be good rather than elite. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the way the Vikings are set up, right? They've got a really good coach. He's certainly not a buffoon or anyone who's going to. Uh, just completely like meltdown in preparation. Like he knows how to construct a game plan. He knows how to get the most out of defenses. So like he's a good coach. Kirk Cousins is going to put up 4,000 yards. He's going to throw 25, 30 plus touchdown passes. He's a good quarterback. He's one of the 15 best quarterbacks in the world. Rick Spielman. He's a good GM, right? He's going to, he's going to keep your roster pretty stocked, Yep. but are they really elite at, any of those mm-hmm. important places like they're they're kind of where they're supposed to be They're they're a nine or a ten win team on a regular basis and sometimes they get to the playoffs and sometimes they don't there there's a lot of good and not enough great and i think cbs nailed it in that last sentence the yeah. only place where they, they've got the ability to be elite at times they have been but it's hard to do it consistently because it takes your entire uh core group coming together is defensively mm-hmm. So Zimmer, if he has the right components and and they don't get hurt, which is a huge and, I think has the ability to oversee and help build an elite defense. Other than that, no. I think that they're really good at a, a lot of things, but there's no place that I bank on and say that. Because offensively, as long as they have the installation that they do or the philosophy, offensively they're never going to be elite because they won't turn that key. They're, they're always going to say, let's run first. And offensively, I think they have the components to potentially be elite, maybe. But we don't know because they're not going to show us that. Is it? Is it? And this may be tough because you're comparing apples to oranges. It's a quarterback. There's a head coach. But it, it might, I even kind of feel like Kirk might have a higher ceiling. that There's a ceiling that he can reach. 
that maybe even even like the, speaking on the fans' behalf too, like there is still one more level to Kirk's game. We just haven't seen it yet. Or is Zimmer I agree like with that. I I know I know what I'm going to get was I know the ceiling where it's at, but also his floor is also here too. Like like Kirk. Kirk's got a deeper, like a bigger story house, right? Where, where Zimmer's like the rambler. Like, you know exactly what you're getting in, in the foundation of that home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Zimmer has shown, he's, Zimmer's like, what, 65 years old? Yeah. And he has shown really little interest in being the overall CEO of a football team, right? He's a defensive guy who just does as much as he needs to offensively and outsources all of it. And so if, if there was another level to his game, it would be really connecting with the offensive side of the football and just being innovative. I mean, that's that's what drives winning in today's NFL. you got to stop the opposing teams, but teams that can blow the roof off their, their upside on offense are the teams that are playing at the end of the year. I don't think that there's like a hidden clutch gene inside Kirk Cousins that's going to magically turn him into this amazing John Elway, <laughs> Pat Mahomes, you know, late in games uh, hero. But I think if you get the pieces around him honed and you give him the protection that he needs, like, yeah, could there be a nice little two, three win streak in the playoffs for Kirk at some point? Sure. But of course, if that happens, it would also mean that Mike Zimmer has the same two or three win streak in the playoffs too. But they're very similar in that, like Judd said, they're both kind of like 10th or 12th. You know, I, I think Kirk Cousins physically has the gift to show us more than he has. I'm pretty convinced mentally he's hit the ceiling. And he that's gets, the problem. He, he gets very easily uh, yeah. flustered and sort of paralyzed by needing it to be perfect, right? Yes. Yeah. So, all right. So that's that's the first list here. And speaking of perfection, all right, I'll tell you, I don't know if I don't know if if they've achieved perfection, but pretty damn close to it at PXG and PXG Minneapolis with the new Gen Four golf clubs. At least in terms of PXG clubs are concerned, it's the best clubs that they've ever made. We, know, we got a bunch of golf fans who. Uh, who consume our show, Mackie and Judd, Purple Daily here on Scornor. So if you're a golf nerd like we are, uh, PXG Minneapolis is a golfer's paradise. They've got clubs priced in multiple different ranges, and they've got apparel for you to uh, to rock out on the golf course this summer. So check them out. It's an awesome place in Southdale Center, PXG Minneapolis, and pxg.com slash Minneapolis. Declan, you were giving me the, uh, the I got something sign there. Oh, no, I was not, was I? Oh, sorry. No, I was. I, I, thought I, you was, me, I, I was just thinking. I thought about you PXG. gave me the. I got a. I got a hot take here that I was. No, I was. I was giving the, maybe the finger wag of like, yes, <laughs> my 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 one twenty score could use some PXG upgrades. So so yes, I, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what. you Also, mean. Bo- hey, before we get to this next list, so we do have an opening. If you want to work with us here at Score North, we're uh, we're expanding our sales team. So if if you've got experience selling digital content, ideally would be amazing. But if you have experience selling digital assets and you want to help us grow score North and purple daily and Mackie and Judd, we'd love to hear from you. Um, why don't you just send me an email P at scorenorth.com If you're interested, it's P at scorenorth.com We are looking to add someone to our team that can help Judd wear uh, expensive shoes and don't, yeah, don't drive expensive cars. Yeah. Improve don't his send lavish me an email because I'll probably just delete it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> You want to reap the benefits of us bringing in someone oh, 100%. to help you well, I thrive financially. Anybody who wants to work with us, I but, just you, but you won't know their name in the hallway if Correct. you run into them. It's, it's likely. No, if you sell something for me in particular, I will learn you your will? name. Okay. I, that's my promise. <laughs> it's a very selfish transaction. For, for Judd. All right, boys. List number two here. This is from ESPN.com, and they have ranked all 32 rosters 
So just in terms of how strong are you, one through fifty-three, mm-hmm. and they used—I uh, I think they mostly used Pro Football Focus's yeah. player database and their ranking database here. So let's go through it here. Where do we think the Vikings should be? Buccaneers number one. Although I wonder about that, they're running it. I mean, they should. Like they won the Super Bowl and they should run it back. But running no, it I'm back doesn't always no. pan out. No, it doesn't. And they're not exactly young, right? They no. certainly are, are not a quarterback. I think to put the Buccaneers one is gutless. It's gutless. Wow. Seriously. I don't think it's, think it's gutless. They I just won the Super Bowl. I mean, it's... yeah, but that's the thing is, why would you put, do you know, I mean, the year to year turnover of champions in this league, and you're going to put Tampa Bay one gutless ESPN step up to the plate. I love Judd's threshold for something being gutless. It's just an arbitrary it's a June, gutless, July ranking on ESPN.com. You hey, gutless if, cowards. If you're gonna you do cow- a list, come at me. If you're gonna do a list, do the list right or get off the list list. <laughs> uh number two, Kansas City Chiefs. Biggest mm-hmm. strength. Can you guys guess the biggest strength for the Kansas City Chiefs? Offensive line. Coaching. Head coaching. No. Well, fix their line. Just, well, I know it's Mahomes, but still, but, like, but you know. Well, Phil looked at us like, "Oh, you guys aren't really I think guessing right." Me for saying line. They well, did I think, fix their I line, think you did say line, and I wasn't yeah. sure if you were just forgetting. He what thought you were serious. He thought you were an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Not Browns fair. are third. Okay. I mean, they is... do have a. They should have a ridiculous roster. They drafted number one for twenty straight years. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you should have a roster for. I God's still sake. don't think they're third, but that's fine. Godless. Fourth, Bills. <laughs> fifth, Ravens. Sixth Packers. What is, does this suggest that even without Aaron Rodgers, that I'm they t- could no. still make some noise? That, that make team's going to win five games, if that. Well, without Rodgers, they, wait. No, no, no. Sixth, the sixth best roster, one to fifty-three, is the Green Bay Packers. No, no. They have Devontae Adams, who I love, but who else do they have at receiver? Well, Valdez Scantling, yeah, Alan Aaron Lazard. Jones Put some respect in Alan Lazard's name, Dan. Yeah. Come on. Okay, do you really think that Jordan Love is going to get those guys the ball? Uh, AJ yeah. Dillon's one of the best backup running backs yeah. in the NFL. Okay. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Okay, I'm I'm really down on this list. Blake Bortles. Okay, yeah. By the way, the Rams are seventh, the Cowboys are eighth, and the Vikings are ninth. Biggest strength: Justin Jefferson did not play like the fifth wide receiver selected in the 2021 draft as a rookie. Played more like someone who would be fifth wide receiver selected in the redraft of the entire NFL. Yep. Of the entire NFL. Think about that. Like if you redrafted literally the entire NFL, not so just not his just draft, draft, right? That Justin Jefferson would, I think, fifth is probably aggressive, but he'd be yeah. one of the first twenty players picked. Yeah, yeah he wouldn't be fifth, That's but yes. yes, no, he would. He would be uh, biggest weakness. Minnesota's interior offensive line has collected, hmm. uh, collectively earned a forty-four point two pass blocking. That's absurd. So one through one hundred, the interior of the offensive line has a forty-four point two pass blocking grade over the last three seasons. That's nearly 10 points lower than the 31st place Seattle Seahawks. Ezra Cleveland, who's expected to transition, and Garrett Bradbury were both much more effective as run blockers than pass protectors, and rookie Wyatt Davis was drafted with the intention of helping all of these things. The X factor, Patrick Mm -hmm. Peterson. That uh, Basically, the summary here is Patrick Peterson used to be amazing. Now he's not. He's the X factor. So um, your thoughts, Vikings with the ninth best roster, 
in the NFL with all the additions they made this offseason. The Meadows at Mystic Lake invites you to play their award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic experience that both beginner and expert golfers will enjoy. The Meadows at Mystic Lake features over 7,000 yards of pristine bent grass fairways, trees and greens surrounded by acres of wildflowers and prairie plants. This oasis, just minutes away from downtown Minneapolis, provides a magical escape to nature. It's never too early to book a tea time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by the Shakopee Midwakatan Sioux community. Well, not knowing the eight teams ahead of them, I would say it's it's probably exactly right and incredibly fair. But when you when they put the Packers sixth, I'm curious what the hell they're doing. Like I I would need to go back and, and I don't I don't like what they've done. Like I do agree on the Rams completely, and I would mm-hmm. probably put the Rams higher than they than they have them. Yeah. Um. But I do think in the overall spectrum, the Vikings being r- right around ninth is probably fair. I just don't like the order or the list before the Vikings. The X factor being Patrick Peterson. Um. He is an X factor, but he would not be my primary one at all. Um, there's going to be depth behind him. One, two, I, I don't, they didn't, it's not like they signed him on day one. If he, he would be the primary X factor. If on the first day of free agency, they had signed him and been like, okay, this is huge here. But I mean, he sort of fell to them and didn't ha- have a job and that's fine. He's here. I'm not criticizing him in particular. Uh, the, the X factor with beyond a shadow of a doubt to me is one player. Daniel Hunter coming back yeah. at left end. Give if us he, your, give, give us your Mount Rushmore of Vikings X factors. For well, this I mean year. the X factor right is now, very, oh. but the X factor is very important here. And yep. how they did this, I don't like at all. Great finish. Uh, Hunter is Hunter is one. Um, two is is Cousins because he's got everything oh. around him. He's an X factor now, you guys. I mean, if the if this team's going to be as successful as the expectation, Kirk Cousins is sitting on a huge year. When and I don't mean four bad games, I mean I mean like sixteen good games and maybe one off game. What is your definition of what an X factor is? Like I've always kind of wondered, like because people talk about the X factor, like what does it even mean? What is an X factor? It's a, something it's like a, a wild card. Could yeah, go well, no, it's, direction? it's a player that could go in different directions. I, I mean, in their mind, Peterson is coming off a bad year, but he's joining a coach who knows defense and. The question, and it's a big question, is can he rebound and go back to where he was a few years ago with the Cardinals, or is he just cooked now? I'm not saying he's not an X factor, but the biggest X factor on this team is if Hunter comes back and is the same guy that he was pre-surgery, yeah, that's 14 and a half sacks a season. That's a ton of sacks. If he comes back and he's okay and gets five sacks, and you don't have a good right end as well, your defense is undermined big time. All right. Um, I've got my own Mount Rushmore. I'm sorry, for, up, the, I'm sorry for the passion here, but well, I was. No, just, I mean, geez, I don't ever apologize. But when I hear passion, Patrick Josh Peterson Donaldson as the, as the X factor, I, I mean, I'm not likable, and no. I get that. Yes, and people in this town don't like me yeah. at at publications like Judd Daily or Judd Town or whatever. But it should be a JuddDaily.com. Just but, reporting on the daily musings and opinions. Just, yeah, I just I don't arms crossed. Maybe That's a beer. Maybe a beer in hand. Maybe uh, a beer. Uh, according to the Google, an X factor is a variable in a given situation that could have the most significant impact on the outcome. That's the definition. So it's not could, could have the most significant could, impact, but but could. might not. But it might not. So, Pat so it's not Pete, that's why it's an X factor. I think. I think. No, I think that's why it's Pat. Uh, no, no, Pat. So here, I'll give you my Nobody's real quick. I'll give you my quick Mount Rushmore here of of X factors as I 
understand that definition. Okay. I do put Pat Pete on mine. Yeah. Because he, if he goes back to being the Pat Pete of like three years ago, then all of a sudden we're talking about maybe the best defense in the NFL. Garrett Bradbury is an X factor. If he doesn't get better at pass protection, he yep. is the he is the quickest. He is the the, the barrier that prevents uh, the quickest A to B line from defense to Kirk Cousins, and he needs to be better. Daniel Hunter, I agree with, and Greg Joseph has to be one of the Mount Rushmore X factors. The kicker of the Vikings is always an X factor, and they're going to do this with an inexperienced guy that hasn't really kicked in like two years, three years in the NFL. So. Mm-hmm. That's that's my Mount Rushmore of I like how we taking the X factors. X factors. Yeah. They're important. The Lex mm-hmm. Pac, little Sean Waltman, I like it. The Sean Waltman in the house. Um, I don't even know. So, that, that explains that explains who Sean Waltman is next time on Mackie and Jet. Yes. I once saw Sean Waltman, speaking of X Factors, tear his butt. Oh, that was the guy. You told yeah. me about that. Open. This. I was I was a ring announcer for that card at the oh. uh, convention center. And he finished the match out, but he had to go to HCMC to get his butt stitched up after the fact. The Bronco Buster. Apparently, he took he took his singlet off after the oh, event no. was over. Oh. It was just there's just a pool of blood inside his singlet, oh. just splashed all over the floor. Gross. Yeah. Somebody had to clean that out, man. It was bad. Yuck. Mm. Anyways, Football. so to your question about the Packers, I think so. It's all these are all PFF grades here. And the, the thing that the Packers have going, for instance, to put them six that the Vikings don't have at nine, offensive line's a great example. Mm-hmm. And now they, they, they did say goodbye to their franchise center who went and signed with the Chargers, I believe, in free agency, right? Lindsay, yep. So, yep. Uh, but they don't have any, like, train wrecky offensive linemen. And our guy Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus says this all the time. The offensive line isn't about having five blue chip top of the line guys it's about avoiding the disaster it's it's about not having dakota dozier if you can just mm-hmm. find if you can have five league average offensive linemen you're probably going to have an above average offensive line because collectively they're going to avoid train wreck games and they're going to hold up in moments where like if one guy can't get it done it essentially train wrecks the whole offensive line right so the Packers have Bakhtiari who's one of the best left tackles and they've got Billy Turner at right tackle and then they've got three guys in the middle Elton Jenkins, uh, Josh Myers, and Lucas Patrick, none of whom are train wrecks. And the Vikings, as we already went over, to this point the last two or three years, the middle of their offensive line has been, in pass blocking anyways, an abject disaster. Mm-hmm. So um, they're projecting Wyatt Davis to be a huge upgrade over Dakota Dozier, but just because he's going to be league average. And they're projecting that Christian Derrissaw could wind up being a really, really good left tackle. Uh, maybe starting in his rookie season. So so projecting those two rookies being better than for sure Dakota Dozier is why the Vikings are actually probably higher on this list than they otherwise would have been. Okay. That's why the Packers are high, too. So, the old yeah. Packers are high, all right. <laughs> high on beer and so, cheese. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Always. Well, thanks to Federated, too, for, uh, for powering the show. Federated is here to help business owners in and around the Twin Cities area. Um, you can find out more about the industries they protect, which ranges from auto services, woodworking, printers, retailers, wholesalers, you name it. Um, there's, a, there's a bunch of different industries that they protect, and you can find out more information, like I said, federatedinsurance.com, and how they can help you get a better night's sleep as a business owner with risk management tools. Find out more, federatedinsurance.com, and remember at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Football. There you go. That's our uh, Thursday List of Palooza here. Mount Listmore.
X Factor. Listicle Thursday. What's the X Factor of this show? Me. Um, I would say uh, I would say whether yeah whether Declan remembers to uh, change the bottom banner on our YouTube topic. Yeah, that's the X Factor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We did well today. Yeah. All right, guys. Good stuff here. Uh, four question Friday tomorrow. We also have at some point. I know it's Fourth of July weekend. We're gonna have we're gonna keep the the content train moving here, but. We do have three Purple Rewind episodes ready to rock, and we're just trying to figure out. I think a lot of people love the Sage Rosenfeld's Brett Favre stories from a couple weeks back, and so there's a part two to that that we maybe we'll release that this weekend so you guys can get your part two of just amazing Sage Rosenfeld's behind-the-scenes Brett Favre anecdotes. We also did a deep dive with Jake Reed into the 1998 Vikings offense. That was fun. And we did a deep dive into the Adrian Peterson record-setting 296-yard rushing performance with Brooks Bollinger, who was just a brilliant handoff machine in the entire yes. second half of that game. After just, Tavares got concussed. <laughs> yep. Yep. So uh, all of those things, we'll, we'll figure out when we're going to release those and, and give you guys some, some great stories and Vikings history. But uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Daily Vikings Entertainment. Please click the subscribe button on our YouTube page and give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. The South Dakota Stories. Volume 2. I could see beyond the Black Hills and the way they called for exploration. I could feel the air, the way it paints against skin and fills hungry lungs. I could hear the way the water ran for miles and the way the bison grazed, the way our boots meet the earth as we step past expected. I could imagine my time in South Dakota, and I wish to go back, because there's so much South Dakota, so little time. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.